Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Galactic Empire, from 2017. That's a song called Subverse by the band This or the Apocalypse. It appeared on the Lancaster, Pennsylvania band's second album, Haunt What's Left, released on Good Fight Music in 2010. Not long after the album's release, their bassist Sean Hennessy and drummer Grant McFarlane left the band to pursue other projects. Hennessy turned his focus to his other band, Bells, while McFarlane started playing drums with another band called Century. After Century's 2011 album Red Giant, McFarlane shifted to a career as a recording engineer and producer. Alongside his Century bandmate Carson Slovic, they opened a studio in Lancaster called Atrium Audio in 2012. Amidst this studio work, occasionally McFarlane would post drum videos online. For one of his videos, he decided to take inspiration from something he'd loved since childhood. McFarlane's video was him playing along to the London Symphony Orchestra's recording of the Imperial March from The Empire Strikes Back, and the video got some traction online. To date, it has over 300,000 views on YouTube. But McFarlane had bigger ideas than just drum covers. In a 2023 interview with Melody McCune for GeekGirlAuthority.com, McFarlane said, quote, I always imagined guitars replacing the orchestra, and in 2015, I finally got around to arranging and recording the guitar parts. 
I showed the recording to my studio partner, Carson. He said, this is awesome. We should do more of these, end quote. And in 2015, that timing was just right. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? For the first time in over a decade, a new Star Wars movie was coming to movie theaters. Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens would be coming to the big screen on December 18th, 2015. It was first announced in October of 2012 that there would be new Star Wars movies coming after Disney purchased Lucasfilm for $4 billion. In January 2013, it was announced that J.J. Abrams would be directing the first new film. In July, they announced that John Williams would be returning to compose the music for the new trilogy. In April 2014, the cast was announced. Newcomers Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Adam Driver, Andy Serkis, Donald Gleason, and Max von Sydow were announced as part of the cast. In addition to Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, Peter Mayhew, and Kenny Baker all reprising their roles from the original Star Wars trilogy. Filming would begin that May. I have lived long enough to see the same eyes in different people. I see your eyes. I know your eyes. Follow me. Star Wars The Force Awakens. So now, back in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, the time was right for Grant McFarland and Carson Slovak to finally do more with their metal arrangements of Star Wars music. The wait, finally over. Fans flocking to theaters overnight and early this morning to see Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's from ABC's Good Morning America, the morning of December 18th, 2015. The Force Awakens was a huge hit with both audiences and critics. And that same day, Slovak and McFarland released a music video credited under the name Galactic Empire. In his interview with GeekGirlAuthority.com, McFarlane went on to say, quote, We decided to shoot a music video for the main theme and figured, why not shoot the video wearing costumes? We released the music video the same day The Force Awakens was released. The video went viral that week, gaining over 10 million views. We started getting lots of press coverage, and people were asking when we would play live. So we took about a year to develop a live version of the band with new costumes. End quote. The video got plenty of attention. Huffington Post, MSNBC, Entertainment Weekly, and the band would even play live on the E-Network's coverage of the 2016 Academy Awards. It was their first ever live performance. With the success of the video, a full-length album would follow. And even though it was a little over a year later, they could still capitalize on the fact that there was yet another new Star Wars movie. They call it the Death Star. Is capable of destroying an entire planet. If the Empire has this kind of power, 
what chance do we have? The question is what choice? We have hope. Are you with me? All the way. Save the rebellion! Save the dream! Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Rated PG-13. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was released on December 16th, 2016. It was the first Star Wars anthology film directed by Gareth Edwards. While not as big of a hit as The Force Awakens, the film still made over $1 billion worldwide. And less than two months later, the Star Wars metal album would drop. On February 3rd, 2017, Galactic Empire was released on Rise Records. The album opens with what got Galactic Empire noticed, their version of the main theme. Since I already played a clip of that, let's move on to track two. In a way, the song that kickstarted this entire project, The Imperial March. Now, this is one of those facts that some people say, duh, everybody knows that, or really? I didn't know that. The Imperial March does not appear in the original Star Wars movie from 1977. It first appears in 1980's The Empire Strikes Back, which the band has said is their favorite Star Wars movie. Galactic Empire would also shoot a music video for The Imperial March. Galactic Empire doesn't just stick with the original trilogy. Up next, we have Duel of the Fates, which was first featured in Star Wars Episode I, The Phantom Menace, back in 1999. That was the first Star Wars comeback that sent the world into a frenzy. It was so huge in 1999 that Duel of the Fates even had a music video. And with that video, the London Symphony Orchestra became the only classical group to ever have a video on MTV's Total Request Live. It would then last on the countdown for 11 days. Galactic Empire's band members here are credited as Bass Commander on bass, Boba Set on drums, Red Guard and Shadow Ranger on guitar, and Dark Vader on lead guitar. In reality, Bass Commander is Carson Slovak, Boba Set is Grant McFarland, Red Guard is Mike DeMaria, Shadow Ranger is CJ Masciantonio, probably saying that name wrong, apologies, and Dark Vader is Chris Kelly who met McFarland and Slovak when he was interning at their recording studio.
In a 2016 interview with Larry Bartley for NME.com, Dark Vader, a.k.a. Chris Kelly, was asked how the band went about adapting John Williams' music to play as a band. Kelly said, quote, Grant and our bassist Carson Slovak did most of the legwork on that. My job was just to figure out how to make it playable. They spent months separating each section of the original orchestrations and making sure nothing was overlooked. There's not a single part of the original pieces that isn't represented in our arrangements. End quote. For the vinyl release, Side 1 ends with Battle of the Heroes, which was originally from 2005's Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith. But I'm going to move past that and get to the opener of Side 2, Cantina Band. Marlon told GeekGirlAuthority.com that he's actually a classically trained cellist and said his main inspiration for this project was simply John Williams, plus he and Slovak's love of the metal bands that they produce at their studio. He and Slovak are the credited producers, engineers, and mixers of this album. Up next, we have another prequel song, Across the Stars. It's from 2002's Star Wars Episode II, Attack of the Clones. John Williams wrote the piece to accompany the romance between Anakin and Padme. George Lucas said of the composition, quote, Their love is complicated, pure yet forbidden, personal but with profound ramifications for an entire galaxy. Somehow, John has managed to convey all of that complexity in a simple, hauntingly beautiful theme. End quote. Initial pressings of the Attack of the Clones soundtrack listed this song as Love Theme from Attack of the Clones. Moving past The Forest Battle from 1983's Return of the Jedi, the album closes with The Throne Room, colon, end title.
The album was released on CD and vinyl, including a limited orange splatter pressing limited to 1,138 copies. 1138. If you don't know, that's a George Lucas reference. Again, it's like poetry, so if they rhyme. And the album is currently streaming on Spotify. Not bad for a band that, in 2018, Chris Kelly said to MusicRadar.com, quote, This was all about making a cool YouTube video. We didn't have any expectations about turning into a band. End quote. Well, since then, the band has released two follow-up albums, 2018's Episode 2 and 2023's Special Edition. But those are for another time. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>